welcome to the Last of the Hard podcast. I am your host, Cuthbert Hutton, and I want to say welcome because today is the start of a new era here at the Last of the Hard podcast. We are transitioning out of our weekly shows into a bi-weekly show. We're going to be doing some recaps earlier in the week. We're going to be doing some previews later in the week. So this is our first episode in the new style with me, as always, is my co-host and producer, Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe, I'm sure you aged a little bit after that Bama game last night. How you doing, buddy? I, I'm doing. I'm doing well, and that's exactly right. I aged. I <laughs> aged, but a win, a win is a win. Hey, you know what? Coach Munkin says it. Our goal is to go one or no every week, and I'll tell you what: we went one or no yesterday. Unfortunately, it was a little bit of a disappointing game. We're going to be getting into that, but. What's critical is that we went 1-0 because that's all you can do. You can't win next week's game or last week's game. You just got to win this week's game. So, Army at Mikey Stadium, last game of the season. It was senior day as they took on the University of Massachusetts Minutemen, and Army came out victorious 33-17. to A beautiful day on the Hudson. Uh, 23,600, give or take, in attendance for senior day. Um Ultimately, a disappointing game. We win by 16 points in FBS football. You got to feel good about that. But we were playing the one and nine UMass Minutemen, the only win of the season coming against UConn, which Army obviously patty caked uh, very, very early on. We did not cover the minus 37 uh, point spread. Army not great at covering the spread when they're the favorites, but. We got to do better than this. We got to do better than this. Props to University of Massachusetts. They came out. They had nothing to lose. Coach Munkin was saying it last week. This is a team with nothing to lose. They got a puncher's chance. Um, This was a very hot and cold game for Army. There are some things that we did that were just spectacular. But if you watch the game, you got to feel what I was feeling. Ultimately, what are we doing here when – Going into the fourth quarter, we're winning 19 to 17 against a one and nine UMass team. This this was really had some moments in it, but ultimately it was a game of hot and cold. We came out with the W. That's what was most important. Looking at the offense, what was hot? I'll tell you what was hot it was four and a half great drives. In the first quarter, Tyrell Robinson, 87 yards to the house. This is the second drive of the game for Army. We're going to have more on that later. T-Rob, I love this guy. He is really spectacular. Second quarter, we had a really a good-looking Army drive. 10 play, 52 yards. Wilson Cato, three yards in for the touchdown. We then had two touchdown drives in the fourth quarter, both of which were really, really good-looking, one of which was really dominated by Jacoby Buchanan. and. I'm going to be getting into detail a little bit later about Mr. Buchanan. He's a junior running back for us. And what he did for the team on that drive was really, really critical. And then I say that we had four and a half good drives because just before halftime, following a strip sack, we get the ball, we do a five-play, 20-yard drive, we take up 20 seconds, and we hit a field goal as the first half expires. I say that that's a really good drive because that is exactly what a good football team does. 
They take advantage of a turnover late in the half. They convert it into three points that no one was expecting to get. It's a free possession. And the opposition, UMass didn't get the ball back because it's halftime and Army gets the ball after halftime. So I'm really, I call that a half drive, but it was, I was really happy to see it. I think that was a, a great way to end the first half. Unfortunately, we came out in the third quarter and we were cold. What was cold about the Army offense? Everything else I talked about. I mean, we had a five-play drive, our, our first drive of the game. Five plays, went nowhere. And then our senior, Harding, our senior punter on senior day drops the snap. Perfect snap. He drops the, the snap. Ultimately, it leads to a gift field goal for UMass. Props to the defense for holding them. But we had a four-play drive with a punt. We had a three and out with a punt. We had a turnover on downs twice. We had two different turnover on downs, one of which was a fourth and two from the UMass 10. I, I don't understand why we are not converting a fourth and two on the 10-yard line of the University of Massachusetts. This is the cold that I was talking about. There were dropped passes, open receivers who were, who were going to be scoring touchdowns. There were missed blitz pickups. Our quarterback, Christian Anderson, he went two for 12 passing. We're going to talk about that a little more later, but two for 12, what are we doing? We only had 33 minutes time of possession. Against a team like this, we should be going up the middle and eating clock. We should have had 40 minutes TOP minimum. And lastly, penalties on offense. We had two penalties, both for illegal blocks, and they both killed drives. I mentioned that we had two turnover on downs. One of them was a fourth and 17 from the UMass 33. I understand why are you trying to convert a fourth and 17? We're on the 33, where it's a 50-yard field goal. You know, we're not taking that chance. Are you going to punt from the 33? You may as well go for it. But the reason why it was fourth and 17 is because it was supposed to be fourth and two, and we had an illegal block, and it pushed us back 15 yards. So we have two drives that are killed by penalties. We were really having trouble getting that that Army ground game going. It picked up a little bit in the fourth quarter because of Jacoby Buchanan, and I'm, I'm going to be getting to that. But overall, the offense, you know, it was good enough to beat UMass. And you say, Cuff, you got, you know, one, two, three, four touchdown drives. You got a field goal. That's 33 points. If we're playing Navy or we're playing Wake Forest or Wisconsin or, you know, you name it, Rutgers, that's a great game. I'm, I'm very happy with that. But this that's not who we were playing. We're playing the one in nine Minutemen. Um, so good enough to win but not good enough to be as good as we know we can be. Joe, I know that you were sort of popping in and out of the game a little bit. Um, you know, what are you thinking, just looking at the offense overall, what were your thoughts on the game, hot and cold? Were you impressed, not impressed? What are your thoughts? I mean, it was, uh, it was moments of brilliance, right? I mean, hot and cold is a perfect example of it. It, 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 it seemed like Army wasn't, Army's opponent was themselves during that game when you get right down to it. Yeah. And, and the thing that was – the thing that, you know me, I kind of like it when you throw the ball, right? I, I wish Army did more of that. Yeah. And what was, what was 
disheartening was there was a couple of pass plays that, especially given some sometimes some some of these plays in the past, the quarterback he is threading the needle on this pass play. You know what I'm talking about? It's yeah. like wow, this will hold up in any SEC any game any any Big Five game. That pass will hold up. There was a couple of pass plays. All I could think was he couldn't be more wide open. It was as though UMass wasn't even there, and you're and you're missing the pass. So it's it's almost maybe maybe they maybe in their defense maybe they needed to kind of take a day. You know what I mean? Maybe it was maybe it was one of those days where it's not all perfect, but get it out of your system now. Well, I said this. I said this on Twitter yesterday. I got a little bit of love for it. This this very well may be the letdown game that we've all been sort of waiting for. We had a super tough, super close emotional loss to Wisconsin. You follow that up by not super close, but very emotional, tight game against Wake Forest. You follow that up with an overtime win at a neutral site baseball stadium against Air Force, one of our chief rivals for the CIC. I mean, talk about an emotional release. You follow that up with Bucknell. And Bucknell, they're not even FBS. They're FCS, and they're terrible in the FCS. So it almost couldn't be a letdown game. There was no way for that to be a letdown game. I'm hoping this was the letdown game. We can get it out of our system. Coach Munkin always says he is not a believer in, oh, it's important to have a loss because you learn more and it doubles your motivation and it it, it increases your grit. Munkin always says, I can learn just as much from a win as I can a loss. And I'm really, really hoping that that rings true for this game. Uh, we cannot play like this and expect to beat Liberty, expect to beat Navy, or expect to beat whoever our bowl opponent is going to be. You look at the defense, and it's the same story as the offense. It's hot and cold. Now, I will say, taken as a whole, I was happier with the defense than I was the offense. But it was really, really hot when it was hot. We had four turnovers yesterday, two interceptions, two strip sacks, both strip sacks coming from Andre Carter, who set the record yesterday for single-season sacks by an Army player. Uh, I'm going to talk about him a little bit later because it was really spectacular. But he shouldn't have been in the game in the fourth quarter. He should have been in a T-shirt and jeans at halftime. Where was our defense cold? We were lacking consistency. UMass scored two touchdowns. When you're playing a Power 5 school, even say a Mac school, right, even up against Miami of Ohio, giving up two touchdowns, that's not the end of the world. This is UMass. They started their backup quarterback. We're not exactly sure why, but they did. Their two touchdown drives, they had a 10-play, 90-yard drive and an 11-play, 55-yard drive. What are we doing giving up a 90-yard drive to a team like this? We held their quarterback to 78 yards passing, and on paper, that's a big win. But once again, I'm watching the game. And it always happens to be that there's going to be a few pass plays where our secondary is sitting in a zone defense. Nate Woody, our defensive coordinator, he is one of the best 
at, at scheming against the option, which is critically important for Army whenever we go up against Air Force and Navy, which are our two most important games of the year. Full stop on that. All right. Air Force and Navy are our two most important games. Full stop. But we've got to do something about this secondary, because if we play a team that has any ability to throw, we are in danger. This year, our schedule has been heavy with Mac schools, right? We played Buffalo. We played Ball State. We played Miami. Who are the power fives we played this year? We played Wisconsin, who have a historically low ability to pass this year. I mean, the Big Ten is not a passing conference the way, say, the Big 12 or the Pac-12 is. But Wisconsin this year, you know, they're putting up numbers like Army does, you know, seven, eight attempts a game. And then we played Wake Forest and Wake Forest is playing a big 12 offense. And what did they do? They put 70 on us. So we still have questions in the secondary. I'm not calling for anybody's head. I'm not, you know, trying to do a hot take here, but I watch these games. We held them to 78 yards passing. God bless it. But I, I worry about our ability to consistently defend the pass. Joe, if you recall, when you and I were watching the Air Force game, as they were moving the ball down the field and getting into the red zone, do you remember what I was telling you? I was saying, no, 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 this is actually good. Because if they're only on the 15-yard line, it means they can't beat you for a 30-yard pass. Our pass <laughs> defense gets much better in the red zone because there's nowhere for the receivers to go. Sure, you're not gonna, you're not, your speed's not going to kill you. Exactly. And that's not a good thing. Right. It's not. Oh, no, no, it's good. It's good. They're in the red zone, which means we can just play the run and hold them. I understand you want to have a bend, not break defense, but we got to do better than this. We got to do better than this. And, you know, props, their number one running back, Merriweather, you know, he did well. He had 117 yards rushing as a team. UMass averaged 5.1 yards a carry against us. This is that hot and cold. We did hold them to two, three and outs. We got four turnovers. It's hard to be upset with that. But after the game, it was in the post-game interviews, we found out that the defense's target number of turnovers for yesterday, and I'm not making this up, was seven. The defense had a target of seven turnovers for yesterday, which sounds crazy, but they, are, they got four. It wasn't that crazy. We we got more than halfway there. So once again, you have Army playing hot and cold, and it was enough to win, but I don't know if it's going to be enough to move forward. Joe, again, you popped in on the game. The defense, what do you think about the defense? Big highlights, ultimately a little unsatisfying. Any thoughts? No, I think you covered it exactly. But you, you have to... Again, I, I the way I'm looking at it is is if if you're you're making mistakes with the team that you can get away with it on, yeah. so yeah. hopefully they'll they'll use that go through game tape. This is where we made mistakes, and then they're just they'll be better still for the for the next game. And and it's kind of one of those things, just like some of the plays overall. Is is it just me or does Army kind of rise to the occasion? Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I agree. Their I level agree. of play is on par with 
the level of the opponent to a degree because there's a lot of times they play outside of the guardrails for the team in my mind. Yeah, I, I say it every week. It's true for triple option offenses in general that you can win or lose any game. Case in point, you lose by less than a touchdown to Wisconsin, uh, but then you also lose by double digits to Ball State. But you're also right that this team in particular, they will show up and play big on, on, on the big stage. And then you have games like yesterday. And I'm not accusing the team of phoning it in or not wanting it or not having no, no, not, not at all. Not, not at all. Just in terms of execution, things just seem to be a little looser when the competition is down. Uh, but the critical thing is that we got the win. You always want to get the W, especially yesterday. You're at home. You're closing out the season at Mikey Stadium. It's senior day. Let me tell you, let me tell you, Jeff Munkin's impact on this program, it cannot be overstated. The seniors on this team who just played their last game at Mikey yesterday, they went 23-3 and at home in four years. That is truly a spectacular number considering where this program was a decade ago. To have a graduating class that went 23-3 and at home. Now, overall... This team went, this class went 33 and 17, which includes a bowl win and a bowl loss. But 33 and 17, that's a 66% win percentage. For a, an Army team that only won, I think it was something like 11 games between 2002 and 2012, you know, that's, un, that's unheard of. And that is the, that's the team, that's the culture, and that's the expectations that Munkin has brought here. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. We need to start cutting him some personal checks. We cannot <laughs> let him leave. Uh, he is yeah. so great. And one of the reasons why is because he's standing on the field after the game. He is being interviewed before he goes into the locker room. He says, and I quote, there's a standard here, and I don't think we played up to that standard. And I would have to agree with him. We should have had our second stringers in midway in the third quarter, maybe even after halftime. We came out, we had a, a slow start on our first drive. It was a four and out. We dropped the, the punter drops the snap. We then scored two touchdowns, bing, bang. And it's like, hey, boys, this is about to be UConn 2.0. And we just couldn't, we couldn't put them away. We couldn't put them away. One note I will say, um, I want to send out, prayers, good vibrations, love, senior cornerback, Julian McDuffie. He uh, experienced what could only be described as a catastrophic and horrific leg injury in the fourth quarter. I was watching it live. I didn't actually see him on the play, but in the broadcast, the commentator said, we will not be showing you a replay because of how catastrophic the injury was. They had to bring the ambulance onto the field. Um, that's real tough on senior day to see that. He's doing well from what we understand. Obviously, his, his football career is over. He is a senior. It was wrapping up. Devastating to see that on senior day. But coming out of that, following that drive, 
we had Jacoby Buchanan step up and put the team on his shoulders. My bronze star for the game is going to go to Jacoby Buchanan. He had 11 rushes for 87 yards and a touchdown, which is a good game. It's not spectacular, but it's good. But what he did for this team, he came on the field following that injury to McDuffie. And the first play of the drive, he goes 26 yards right up the middle. Three plays later, 13 yards right up the middle. And the drive caps with him scoring a touchdown, 260 pounds leaping over the line. This was a drive that really made me say, this is Army football. We had the O-line firing. We had the B-back right up the middle. And we were saying, we're going to put it in that nose guard's face mask and we're going to get two yards, and if we're not going to get two yards, we're going to bust it for 20, and we're going to make you stop us, and UMass couldn't do it, and that's what we've been missing. I've been talking about this on episode after episode. Where is the two, the three, the four yards right up the middle, the fullback dive, the belly? You know, that is the Army football we need. We have Christian Anderson going two for 12. I understand in that little half drive before the end of the first half, We were trying to move the ball quickly. So he had, I think, three, maybe even four incompletions just on that one drive. I understand that. But even if you remove that, you're talking about going two for nine, two for eight. If we're going two for eight, that means we're throwing the ball five times too many. We need to be going to the run. Our silver stars for the game. I'm going to give Jacoby Buchanan the bronze star because that the spirit, the way he picked us up, the way he brought us back to Army football, really the icing on the cake for the game. But our silver stars, I'm going to start with Tyrell Robinson. And you know what? I'm going to start calling him Skyrail Robinson because every time he touches the ball, the sky is the limit. Nine rushes, 137 yards, a career day for him with a touchdown, 87 yards on the pitch in the first quarter totally untouched. He was patient. He followed his blockers. He knew when to cut to the middle of the field. He knew when to go for the the pylon to avoid getting tackled. And the other silver star for the game, Andre Carter. Three sacks, two strip sacks, a new single season record, 13 and a half sacks for this man on the year. We got three games left. Hopefully he's going to be building on it. Andre Carter is someone who people are already talking about playing on Sundays. I don't know if he's going to, but really spectacular day for him. And then last but not least, you know, the questionable items. We've been talking about them all episode. Pass incompletions. What are we doing? Where's the dive? Where's the ball control? And and then, you know, the secondary issues. Again, fantastic against, against the option, but... What are we going to do next week when we go to Lynchburg and Liberty says, don't worry, we don't play the option. We've got wide receivers who we're going to be throwing to all day. I hope, I think we can win that game. I mean, I know we can win that game. I'm not, I'm not expecting to win the way I was expecting to win yesterday. I know that we can. I don't know if we will. All in all, we got the W. Great work, Skyro Robinson, Andre Carter, and Jacoby. Jacoby Buchanan, let me tell you, he really, really did it for us. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this one up. Again, new format. We're going to be doing recaps early in the week with previews later in the week. 
So we're going to go ahead and wrap this one up. No talk of the zig and the betting on Liberty. Not just yet. we got to get a little closer to the game. Uncle Joe, any parting thoughts, last word on Army football against UMass? Uh, no, you covered it all. You covered it all. There it is. Thanks again, everybody, for listening. Look me up on Twitter, Cuthbert Hutton at Last Hard Podcast, www.lastofthehard.com, Last of the Hard Podcast on Facebook. We're on social media. You should get on social media. Go Army, beat Navy.